You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome to another episode of the Mayday Mayhem Podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And today, it is a new year. But not only is it a new year, happy new year. It's going to be Fortune 2022 has got to be better than 2020 and 2021. Let's stay optimistic and just hope for the best and be just, just be ready. But no, seriously, um, today we are speaking about um, an update on the Kendrick Johnson and Jelani Day. Now, why, you might wonder, why do I always stay on these cases? Because these are cases that are not widely known and that not people don't really know about. You know, you know about Lacey Peterson. You know about um, Gabby Petito. Hell, everybody know about Brian Laundrie. They know about him in Australia, you know. Um, they've had um, stories, American tragedy, but you don't hear about these tragedies and how 
They are unsolved tragedies. So that's why I kind of stay on cases like this that don't get attention and that I believe should get attention. And I'm starting to talk more about these cases on my YouTube channel, Mayday Mayhem YouTube. So please check it out. Like, click, subscribe, share. Give your feedback because we want to know more. And what cases would you like to hear? Or some cases that I may not know about. Just like some people um, may know about here in Chicago, the Kanika Jenkins. Or the case of the missing postal worker. Or um, the missing West boys. The missing Bradley sisters. They have been missing for over 20 years. And that case is still open and considered a cold case. And that was a case that was in the heart of Chicago. So I've always been very devoted and dove into these type of cases. So now it's time. Might as well just let this shine, so to speak. So, but right now we're going to talk about Kendrick uh, Johnson case. Now with Kendrick Johnson, if you do not remember... He was the young man that was in Atlanta that was found inside a gym, uh, gym mat. He was found inside of a uh, gym mat. Um, his mother had reported him missing. You know, he didn't come home from school. And pretty much the next day they found him in a gym mat, rolled up deceased. Now, there has been very, very very much speculation on this case and god damn it we're gonna go through it now on my youtube channel i'm a little bit more censored because of the censorship on youtube and other platforms but here i do have my own voice and i can pretty much say what i feel without being censored so this is why you'll get different information over here that you won't find me saying on YouTube because there are certain guidelines I don't want to go against. So, but we're going to talk about the Kendrick Johnson case. Like I said, he was, um, now you're wondering, how was he found in a school, rolled up in a gym mat? Like, who does that? And that's something that's always puzzled everyone. Like, who, who the fuck does that? No one does that. Like, really, who does that? And it's been so much speculation because there was blood on the wall that hadn't been analyzed for over months. Um, there was uh, the paramedics that wasn't questioned until a month later after the incident. Um, students that weren't questioned until months later. Um, teachers, um, the videotapes were grossly cut up and sliced to where you have experts even saying that, yo, this is not the right file. Some of the files was corrupt. Some of the files did not work. You know, this, this just does not seem adequately right in which they were correct. Now, there are two brothers that are at the center of this case. Now, um... Some people are speculating the reason that the case is reopened is to stop people from talking about it because the first thing someone says, if a case has been reopened, they would say, oh, well, we can't discuss that case because, you know, that's an open investigation.
We have music going here. But that's the first thing that they would say. It's a open investigation and we cannot discuss these issues. Now, like I said, with Kendrick Johnson case, his case is very, very, very different because, all right, let's start from the beginning. Kendrick was 17 years old and he was um, in high school. He was athletic and you know, did anything any other normal 17-year-old would do. Now, he was also an all, you know, American, what we would call it, um, which means he played basketball, he played football. You know, he was very much into his sports. You know, even his family said that he wanted to be an athlete and he probably most likely would have went, you know, the football or basketball way, but he had athleticism in his blood. He was very smart, very educated, a a good young man, a very personable young man. And that's why I wanted to link this and Jelani Day together, and we'll get to why. Now, with Kendrick, very smart, athletic, very handsome young man, you know, would I would have loved him to be my son. You know, he was a good kid. Now, uh, on January 11th, he was found upside down inside of a gym mat. And they said he fell in and became wedged inside trying to get his shoe. Now, we are not talking about a five-year-old. We're not talking about a two-year-old. We're not even talking about a 12-year-old. We're talking about a 17-year-old man. Well-developed brain, well-educated, um, you know, not only um, book smart, street smart, but common sense smart. Um, now, I remember when I was in high school and a lot of times when we didn't have lockers or you didn't have locker. Yes, of course, we would take our shoes off and put them over there by the mats or put our belongings by the mat in a certain way but it would never be inside of it and if it was inside of it all you have to do is just lift it up from the bottom or push it over and put it in there and i mean i take your items out now there is video of kendrick going inside of the school bouncing his basketball but you don't see him leaving or anyone else leaving and it's let's be honest there are hundreds of cameras throughout the school he was in the old building the old um what they would call the old gym room you know sometimes when you go to high schools they have updated gym rooms like when i went to high school here in chicago go spartans you know we had two gym rooms we had the boys gym room and we had the girls gym room um the girls gym room was mostly for practice um you know, especially with ROTC or gym or if you were playing volleyball games or anything like that or certain type of functions like that, that would be in the girls' gym. And if you walked across the hall, there was the boys' gym where there was the um, the stands, the bleachers, 
where you can go sit. That's where the games were, the assemblies were. So you had two different gyms. So two different gyms in the high school is not out of the ordinary. Like I said, especially here in the Midwest, you know, some have three different gyms, you know, the new one, the old one, and the one that's, you know, just for something else, depending the size of the school. So I just had to throw that out there because I've heard some people say, well, why was he in the old gym? Because, you know, depending on the amount of kids in the school, they may need two gyms to facilitate, facilitate these kids, you know. So he went to the old gym. As he goes to the old gym, he um, doesn't come out. Now, there are other kids and other people in that gym, but you do not see that on the camera. The camera does not show any of that fuck shit. None of that. Doesn't show any of it. So, um, you know, when they found his body, of course, they said, oh, it was an accidental asphyxiation. And if you've seen autopsy photos, that was not an asphyxiation. That boy... Looks like he was in a fight. It looks like he was in a fight. And let's not forget, um, Kendrick Johnson's remains were never found. You know, when they did the autopsy and all that, and they actually took his body to the funeral home. And when they did his body and actually had him exhumed and all this, they found actual newspaper inside of his body versus his actual uh, bag of um, of body, of his um, insides, of his uh, internal organs. It's usually in the bag that's labeled or some type of thing like that that's inside the body cavity, which was not there. He was stuffed with actual newspaper. Now, I know in certain accidents, it is common to stuff certain body parts with um, cotton, I've never heard of newspaper and I've spoken to some embalmers and they was like, no, we've never heard of newspaper, but nevertheless, his organs were never really looked at. They call it the accidental death um, of asphyxiation and they've had so many autopsies done to come out and show that, no, this boy was murdered. They even had to interview um, the ambulance uh, that worked on him because the ambulance was like, once we got there, you could clearly see that he was deceased. He was gone. There was no more life in his body. So knowing that, you know, he said there was nothing we could do to work on him, but he did notice an abrasion on the right side of his jaw and, you know, a bruise. And anyone that's had a bruise, any part of the body knows what is a bruise. Dried blood, old blood, blood that has pooled underneath the skin. It has dried and now it has created a bruise on the body. Now, let's not forget, he had been deceased over at least 24 hours because he went to his period classes, his what, first two periods, and he didn't go to his last two and he wasn't um, at, didn't come home. His mom reported him missing. And like I said, of course, on the next day, they found his body in the school now inside of these gym mats. Now let's get to this mat. 
the mat was at least um what they was like 14 inches across and Kendrick's body from shoulder to shoulder was 19 inches across. He was not no um small boy, no small young man. So how can a 19-inch body fit in t- inside of a 14-inch wedge? That is impossible. That can't happen. You know, that's and something that's not going to give. Gym mats don't give. So it makes it seem that he was rolled up in there after he was deceased. Now, um, you might be asking again, why would someone take the organs? Organs can show whether you had a ruptured spleen, whether you had um, uh, bleeding on the brain from a blow to the head, whether, um, you know, you had uh, a ruptured heart from a fatal blow or a fatal wound. Body parts and show a lot. You know what I'm saying? You may not think so because, oh, they're on the inside. It's not going to show what happened on the outside. But if you're punching someone in the stomach and the ribs and you rupture a spleen, you may not see it on the outside, but once they cut open and see the autopsy, they're going to see, okay, this person um, got a severe blow to the abdomen that ruptured their spleen. Or they had a severe blow to the abdomen that was so severe that it it tore the liver or it um, ruptured a part of their stomach or it tore their intestines due to a blow oh this person was hit in the chest so hard that their heart stopped bleeding we can actually see a I mean beating we can actually see the blow mark from the outside of the body from the bruising which transferred into the chest there's a lot of things that are showing up inside of an autopsy so with that being said, you know, him him dying of asphyxiation from being vertically upside down in a gym mat seems un, unreal. It really does like to get a shoe out when he just tip it over to get his shoe out. And then they found the shoes, which just looked like they were literally just thrown there. I honestly got I have seen the autopsy and crime scene photos. And it looked like the shoes were just thrown there. And it looks like he was beat up. It looked like he was in an altercation. Now, let's get to the brothers. There are two brothers. Um, uh, let me pull their names up. It was two brothers. Um, Brian and his brother. Um, they both went to the school with um Kendrick now Kendrick got into an altercation with Brian on the bus a year prior to this happening he got into an altercation with them on the bus um it was said that Brian pulled Jelani's dreads or did something to affect them was playing with Jelani and Jelani turned around and swung on him, and I guess it connected or whatever. And it was altercation. And their rule is if you fight on the bus, you cannot participate in the game. So both both of them 
were banned from the game for that day for actually fighting on the bus. Okay? They were banned. And Jelani's parents were unable to come and bring him home. But after the game, uh, a staff member went and brought him home. Now, what you don't know about Brian is he has a brother, he has a mother, and his, he has a father. His father is an FBI agent. Well, was an FBI agent. And his mother works for the school. So, of course, they were there to cheer on their children. And, of course, Brian had to ride back with his parents while Jelani rolled back. I mean, I'm sorry, not Jelani. Excuse me, he's on my heart. While Kendrick drove back with a staff member. Now, this was a year before it happened. There was actually a story done, if I'm not mistaken, it was Ebony Magazine uh, in regards to this story. And the Brian's them family, they wanted them, they wanted it actually taken out and they threatened to sue the magazine due to slander if they did not remove it. Um, and I find that odd that if you don't believe something was real or this is not true, that you would try to have a magazine sued. I found that quite odd. Not to mention the father of the two brothers actually was fired from his job as an FBI agent. He was fired because they found information on his hard drive in connection with the Kendrick Johnson case. They found, this is, this is the truth, why he was fired. Now, let's not forget his mother worked for the school. His father's FBI agent. And their son got into an altercation with Kendrick, ended up killing them putting him into a mat and now all of a sudden it's a big cover-up because you can easily say it's a cover-up because there were tapes missing. There was a uh, timestamps missing and even Brian lies and I caught him in the lie. And I stated that in my earlier podcast on Kendrick Johnson, when he says, Nope, I never saw Kendrick that day. You a motherfucking lie. Him and Kendrick Johnson had first period together. So how the fuck you didn't see him that day? I never saw him that day. Nope. I never saw him. Yes, you did. Y'all had first period together. I went to first period. I went to third, second period. I went to fourth period. I went to all my classes. Yeah. You went to all your classes. So that means you saw Kendrick in first period. Because y'all was in first period together. There is even a photo of Kendrick walking side by side next to Brian in the hallways because Kendrick had a yellow folder. I highly suggest you look at the documentary on um, Kendrick Johnson. Really do. It's, it's very, very, very inciting. So you know that there is a cover-up amongst this town. Because you're covering up the death because your sons killed this boy because of what? A fight on the bus? Was it over a girl that found Kendrick very attractive and one of the brothers were angry because she didn't like Kendrick? You know, 
A lot of our young men and women lose their lives over something as simple as jealousy. They really do. So was it something like that? Was it more than just that fight? What was it, you know, that led to the death of Kendrick Johnson? It had to be something. It had to be. There, there's no way possible it wasn't. So they um, have ultimately reopened the case. But like I said in the beginning, with reopening a case, that means you can't discuss the case because you don't want to give out any critical information that might be uh, evident to the case. So you can't discuss it. So that's in a way shutting up people from talking about the case because it's been reopened and it's an open investigation. So we can't discuss anything. So praying for justice for Kendrick Johnson's family that uh, they do find uh, the murderers and murderers involved and everything is looking at them, them brothers. So we're going to take a break right now and we'll be right back for the Mayday Mayhem podcast where I'm going to tell you how this is an, a connection with Jelani Day. We'll be right back. Hello, I want to wish everyone a happy and prosperous new year. Make this new year to be you. Don't worry about, oh, this is my new year's resolution. Look, let this be just a new year to be grateful and humble that we still here and we made it through. We'll see what's happening in 2022. Stay with us with the Mayday Mayhem podcast and the Mayday Mayhem YouTube. I see y'all around and happy new year. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem. I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And we are back to another episode of the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. Now, we spoke about Kendrick Johnson in the first half. Now, we're going to talk about Jelani Day and how these two cases are linked, even though they both are murders. Now, if you don't recall, Jelani Day was the Illinois grad student that was missing and was found in the uh, Illinois State River uh, dead. And when they did find him, his um, body parts, were um how can you say it liquefied 
His insides were liquefied. His brain was liquefied. It was missing. His corpse was missing a face. It was missing eyes. It was missing teeth. Um, and Miss Day, Miss Carmen Day Bolden, had went through a lot to even try to get them to look at her son. And there is actually propaganda going on around saying that there was a reward offered for the for missing uh, offered by the FBI, and that is a total fabrication. Ms. Bolden herself has said that it is not true, that they have not, I repeat, they have not offered up a $10,000 reward, and the FBI is still not involved in the case of this missing young black grad student. Now, again, if you look at uh, Jelani Day, very young, um, a handsome young man, again, would have loved, been my son, um, very well-mannered, very um, educated. Um, he comes from a well-driven and well-educated family, well-driven mom, well-driven dad, well-driven siblings, you know, very prosperous life. When he was going to be a doctor, he was in his first year of grad school to be a doctor. He was supposed to go to a meeting with a teacher um, a counselor, he allegedly did not show up to the meeting and then went to a dispensary and then disappeared. Didn't show up to any of his classes. His car, his wallet, his keys, his lanyard, all found in Peru, which is a well-known and documented sundown town. And if you do not know what a sundown town is, that is a town where people of the melanated or brown or Jewish ethnicity are not really welcomed in that them parts of them woods so his car was found in peru covered in shrubbery and bushes his um there's no more footage of him leaving the school for um his meeting even though the teacher hmm, counselor says he did not show up but they have him on camera and his mother had to even track down and found that he brought Starbucks that day, that time before he was supposed to go into this quote-unquote meeting with her. You know, it's getting a little thick in there. Now you tell me what does that mean? What, what does that mean? Then he goes to a dispensary and they tried to make it seem like, oh, he went to a dispensary. But here, of course, in Illinois, it is legal for anyone over the age of 21 with a legal state ID to go and purchase marijuana because it is a recreational drug here now in Illinois. Hell, I have a marijuana card. So it is a legal place just as though if you would go into a liquor store and buy alcohol or into a tobacco shop and buy um, tobacco. You know what I'm saying? It's no different. So they looking into that uh, investigation. His mother, Miss Bolden Carmen, has been really, really trying to get her son's information out. Again, um, Jelani went missing around the time that uh, Gabby Petito went missing. 
Now, we all know Gabby Petito's face was plastered across, across, you know, literally planted across America. And at this time, Jelani Day was missing and no one even knew. And that's the things of the lies and hypocrisy that our young black men and women and brown men and women come up missing and no one cares to look. No one cares. Just like I'm going through a crime bibliography of the Chicago Strangler that is a serial killer, killers or killers that are in the neighborhood and that are actually could possibly be more than one that's raising havoc on women on the south and west side of Chicago and has been doing it for nearly a fucking decade. And no one cares because they're black and brown women or impoverished uh, white people that, you know, that aren't the top of the food chain, you know? So this, it's, it's eerily similar how these young men were found dead, especially Jelani, and then they'll say that, oh, well, that was uh, an accidental drowning. First, they tried to say he committed suicide. I don't know how you commit suicide and saw out your top and bottom teeth, but okay. Then they say it was an accidental drowning because they believe a lot of black people can't swim. That's why I'm trying to be an advocate for me and my children to learn how to swim in the 2022 uh just in case we know how to swim but jelani was an advocate swimmer so there's no way he drowned or oh, well maybe he got high and smoked some pot and drowned let me tell you something when you're smoking weed you are at your most happiest and funnest you ain't trying to go drown you know what was he there getting that weed for, for or for whom was he getting it for was he a frequent person that went to dispensaries because you know you can tell that because every time you go into a dispensary here in illinois they have to scan the back of your um state id or driver's license and that's how they can tell how much you've purchased within a week or month and have it regulated so was he a frequent person that went into these dispensaries you know, and if so, they even keep record on what you buy. Do you know how many times I have went into the dispensaries and asked for something? They'd be like, oh, no, no, no. We don't have that. We have this, this, this. You got that about four or five orders ago. They can even look up a record and see what you ordered. So if they can even look up a record and see what you ordered, you know damn well they can see if you are a frequent person of any or all dispensaries. So... I'm looking at this as Jelani, you know, was put up to go into that dispensary. Even the clothes he had on did not look like clothes that he would wear. You know, everyone has their own swag and their own personality and the way they carry themselves. And, you know, like I'm more of the tomboyish type. I love my jeans, my T-shirt. You know, sometimes have my hair done and slap a baseball cap on and I'm out the door. I'm really one of those females. I love to be comfort. I love comfort. So 
if I'm not doing something special or having a show or going anywhere, you're not going to see me dressed in a a after five gown at two o'clock in the afternoon. You would say, where the hell is she going? Like, no, it would be out of the ordinary just for me to be hanging around the house. No, that's something I don't normally do. I am a creature of comfort. I'm just saying those clothes didn't even look like those would be clothes that Jelani would wear. But a month later, two white girls said that they were bored and found his clothes on the riverbank where a mile or so where his body was found and they never searched it. So many authorities are turning their heads to say, oh, no, no, no. Just like the cover up that was going on with whom? Kendrick Johnson. So it's definitely a cover up going on with Jelani Day. Like I said, he was found in and near a no uh, sundown town where they do not like blacks, Hispanics, or anyone that is not of pure blood, bred white. They really don't. That's why I'm not going to certain places. I do not travel alone. No, no, no. I need to know the route where we're going as we pass through places that they're not going to take kindly to me like that. Like, no, no, no. So, a lot of things are colliding with the case of Jelani Day and Kendrick Johnson. It seems like the parents are getting no help. They're getting dead end stops and cover ups from the medical examiners. They're getting cover ups from the police department and backtracked and moved around and logged around and told lies. Just like it was announced here that the FBI had stepped in and offered the reward. And if you ask Ms. Carmen Day, she will tell you, no, they have not stepped in. They have not. It is a it's a lie. It's just to make the FBI look good. Any money that has been coming up with Ms. Bolden has come up with it. Her, her family and supporters have come up with that money. It wasn't given out through the uh, FBI, and they still have not stepped in. Now, last it was heard that they had Jelani's phone. The FBI had his phone from that. That was last month sometime. Around, um, I want to say December 11th, if I'm not mistaken. So... It seems like it's such a steady, slow pace when it comes to our missing black and brown boys and girls and children. But when we have a missing young lady of the stature of Gabby Petito, it's nationwide news. Or, you know, rest in peace, Lacey Peterson, it's nationwide news. Or, you know, you know, rest in peace to all these victims but it seems like it's only a certain color and culture of victim that you want to give publicity to instead of having it for, you know, everyone. So I want everyone to stay safe out there. Stay safe, stay healthy. Be true to who you are. It's a new year. It's a new time to start over, reset, rewind. This gives us a whole nother year to make our dreams come true and our um, visions come along, me, myself included. So with that being said, if no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. 
And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. You know, and look out for your loved ones. Like I always say, if you see missing poster signs, just take an extra look at those kids and adults because, you know, they are someone's mother, father, sister, brother, child. And they deserve to be found and known that they're safe just like anyone else, you know. So I'm going to leave you with that. Please do not forget to check out my YouTube page, Mayday Mayhem, um, where I will be talking about court cases, criminal cases, uh, murder mysteries, makeup. Um, it's going to be a whole variety of things. So please don't forget to check me out, like and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends, um, share, do your thing, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Be safe, be well, and stay peaceful.